It is Monday, November 30th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by Jet Home Loans. And now, a guy who recently tested positive for pecan pie, <laughs> J.P. Shadwick. Now that's a great open. A great one. Welcome in. Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans. My name's J.P. Shadrick. We've got a busy program today. Glad you're along with us on this Monday after week 12. Here's what's coming up on the show today. Pete Frisco and Tony Baselli are standing by to get into the aftermath of the Browns-Jaguars game. Yes, we will touch on the game a little later in the show. The biggest news, though, of course, Dave Caldwell fired as the general manager after yesterday's game. Jaguars owner Shad Khan said that Doug Marone and the staff are safe through the 2020 season. So what's next? We'll get into all that. We'll go around the AFC South because we must. The not-so-powerful draft order is coming up. And the Jags are pretty high up, of course. And we'll go around the National Football League. Jaguars fell 27-25 to the Browns, the 10th consecutive loss. But in the aftermath, Shad Khan fired Dave Caldwell, releasing a statement about 5.30, saying that he had met with Caldwell to express his appreciation for his service to the Jaguars. He was committed and determined to bring a winner to Jacksonville, but the efforts were not rewarded with results. And the football operation needs new leadership, and we'll have it with a new general manager in 2021. It ends a run for Caldwell that started in 2013. Under his leadership as the GM, the Jaguars had a 37-86 and record overall in the regular season, at least. They had one playoff run, of course, in 2017. Nine first-round draft picks, but four are currently with the team. Taven Bryan, Josh Allen, C.J. Henderson, and Caleb on Chason are the ones left over the last three drafts. He had some hits in deeper parts of the draft, but not enough hits at the very top of the draft, and certainly the results on the field speak for themselves. Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli joining us now. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. First off, Pete, what do you think about the move after the game yesterday? Shaw didn't fire Baselli? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I said Shaw didn't fire Baselli? Well, I mean, if he's going to fire me, he's firing you, too. You're on the radio show with him. Why? Are we we a package deal? Uh, I I Someone thinks so. Hey, Tony, before we get into all this about the firing and everything, I want to say JP is sending out tweets the other day about, I guess we were nominated, that Jaguars Uh, Happy Hour was nominated as one of the best radio shows in town by, what, Folio? Is that right? Folio Weekly, Best of Jacks 2020, correct. Okay. And then it says, best radio host nomination. <laughs> you, know who, you know who was nominated, Tony? Who? J.P. Shadrick. I think he and his family <laughs> stuffed the ballot box somehow. We're going to have well, to look at these elections. Well, I don't think there's any doubt that this is the best show because you and I are on it, Pete. So let's Correct. be clear about that. I, I will say, JP, I think, I, I think the show is, it might be an anchor. The show was nominated because of the segment that Tony missed uh, last week when we talked about James Robinson, Pete and I. That 15-minute window, I think, got us the nomination. No, JP, you're glossing over everything. It didn't say Tony was nominated. It didn't say me. It, didn't say, it said you 
in an individual part of the nomination, you, I think you got the family and your friends to stuff the ballot box. I don't have that many friends, first of all. And <laughs> second, my family's tiny. That would not work. So, no. But Jaguars Happy Hour no, I mean, was nominated. Something for like elections, thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> we need a recount. We need, we need, we need, well, we vote need early match, and match, vote, match, vote early and often. Signatures. Early and often vote on uh, at Folio Weekly. So let's get into it. Dave Caldwell gone after the game, uh, guys. And the, how about the timing of this, Pete? Is it too late? Is it too early? Is it on time? Is there ever a right time? Well, you can understand why they did it now. You look around the league. The Lions just did it. Blew out the GM and coach. The Texans have already done it. They're looking for a general manager um, and a coach. And the Falcons. The Falcons. Right. So now you're in a race to try and identify the best guy to fill that position who will then hire his coach. And Doug Marone is staying. And I think in my mind, part of the reason he's staying is when they fired Gus Bradley, Doug Marone came on as the interim coach and I, he beat the Titans, I think, and, and played close against the Colts and they had some life and then they decided to keep him. Well, this gives them no option of keeping anybody. You can't make Jay Gruden or somebody the interim coach and he can win a couple games, A, ruin the draft pick, and give himself some credibility. Now you're just going to start from scratch. Now I think you go and everybody goes after the season. You start from the bottom and retool the whole thing. Well, I think what Pete said is the first part is dead on because, you, I mean, you have four openings. In. Forget about the coach for a second. I think, Pete, we can get into this later. I think you're going to have as many as eight openings for head coaches this year. I think there's a bunch of them coming. Um, and so it's a race to get there. But before you can en even enter that race, you have to have stability at the top of the house on the football side of who your GM is and who's going to be running and leading the football side of the business. And I think the Lions doing that, it even put more urgency because now you have four open the GM spots that you're going to be competing for. And I think in a perfect world, you'd like that GM in place right after the season's over so you can enter into the uh, the coaching carousel or the coaching race to get your next guy. So I thought the timing was right. You never like it. We're talking about people's livelihoods. Dave Caldwell has been around this organization. We all know him. We have relationships with him. And so you never like it. Uh, but Dave knows. I mean, this is a very, I mean, analytics have taken over this uh, all sports. And, and some people like it. Some people don't. But you know what? The, you know what the most, most analytical thing you can measure is wins and losses. Correct. And that's the only metric at the end of the day that matters. Um, uh, and so, uh, and when you're on the wrong side of the ledger on that, uh, in that, uh, when you, to measure that or that metric, you're going to end up getting fired. And that, that's what happened. So I think timing wise, I understand it. Uh, you're now in for the race to fill that void and finding the right guy to lead the football side of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think the hundred losses and how that became an issue last week kind of spurred on the Khan family to do something. I mean, it's smart to do it, but I think that was kind of the impetus to get it going, Tony. I really do. I think uh, from a PR standpoint, that's a terrible look. What are they? The, what was it, JP? Second quickest to 100 losses in any owner in the NFL? Right. And I think he's the first one who didn't take over an expansion team to get that fast. It wasn't the last. The, the one who has the quickest was an you, expansion yeah, it was Hugh Colbert. Yeah, Culverhouse. Culverhouse right. of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right. So when you look at that from that standpoint, it's it 
it really was one of those situations where I think they reevaluated and said, look, we got to start doing something to turn the PR around. And, and nobody plays PR campaigns. But when you're the owner of the team and you're that guy, you're going to start doing something. So it was the right look, it was the right thing to do in terms of the timing. Why wait until the end of the year? Because you knew they were going to do it at the end of the year. So there you have it. Uh, Dave Caldwell out. That means director of player personnel. Trent Balky is the interim GM. He's got to get him through the season with transactions and everything going on. And he was the former 49ers general manager from 2011 through 16. He hired Jim Harbaugh out there, got him away from Stanford. And then the changes there. It got to the Super Bowl, of course, and then things changed. Um, Tom Sula was there, and then uh, all of a sudden Chip Kelly was there, and then everybody was gone after the Chip Kelly run in uh, San Francisco. He started his career as a scout. He's been here since January as the player personnel director for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, that's what's going to happen for the next month, at least, in the interim role as general manager. Now, what about the coaching staff, you ask? Head coach Doug Marone and the staff are safe through the 2020 season, according to Shad Khan. And Doug Marone today discussed everything that's happened since last night. You know, uh, Dave and I uh, had a good relationship. You know, I, I, I uh, you know, it's not like... You know, we haven't been through this before, meaning, you know, people that have been in the league, you know. Um, you know, it's, it's obviously unfortunate, but, um, you know, it, it is part of the profession. And we wish, you know, you know, like I said, I spoke to Dave and, you know, I wish him and his family the best of luck. Uh, we had a good relationship. Um, it, you know, it's, it's very difficult. And, you know, my focus right now is, is not on all the things that may be going on on the outside, but, you know, trying to get the team to win football games and um, be there for the coaches and, and the players. Doug Marone added today, guys, that uh, obviously, as he just mentioned at the end there, they're, they're going to go out and try to win games still. That's what he can do. What are the chances that he survives? Zero. Yeah, I don't – I mean – Zero. I, I'd be shocked. I mean, it, it, look, completely shocked. JP, it's time to just start anew. And whether you want to blame Dave or Doug or whatever, the proof is in the pudding. It's time to start over. It's time to rebuild the thing. It's time to bring somebody in who brings their own coach in. Look, you can pretty much guess that guys are jockeying already. Uh, I imagine Trent Balky's making a predict, you know, he's making a pitch to be the new GM. And then in that case, oh, well, you know, I'd go out and get this guy or I'm going to keep Doug. But I think they all have to go. All of them. Just bring in new guys. Bring in some new blood. Change the culture. Turn it over. And, you know, here's one. Hire Tony Baselli to be your general manager. <laughs> Would you take Pete, a job? I love you. I, Pete, you're the best. Um, I agree with you. I agree 100% with what you're saying is a whole new culture. Because if you look at it, you said something earlier about Shad having 100, now 101 losses since he's become owner. And really nothing has changed if you look at it since the day he hired it and he brought in Dave Caldwell and that whole uh, crew outside of we changed head coaches once, Tom Coughlin showed up and got fired. Um, outside of that, it's been the same scouts, the same people, the same GM. I mean, it's really been um, very few changes. And I think it's time, to your point, and I – it's not my job to fire uh, Doug Marone, Dave Caldwell. It's not your job either, Pete. But if you look at it, at some point you have to say, we need to change the culture. 
We need to change the attitude, whatever it is. And sometimes it's not fair. And sometimes you just have to clean the slate and start fresh. And so that there's a single, um, you know, North Star, this is where we're going. This is who we are. Um, I don't care how you've done it in the past or what is, the, you know, good, bad or different. This is how this is the new protocols. And this is who we are as an organization. And this is how things are going to be done on the football side of the team. And you need new leadership, uh, new voice. Uh, in, on that side of the building, I think is critical. And I'm not saying that because I think Doug's a bad coach by any means. I've said all year, I think he's done an outstanding job with this young team. And one of the things and the people listening are like, are you an idiot? Like, what do you mean he's done an outstanding job? They have 10 losses in a row. I, I don't think it's a talented team. I don't think it's a talented roster. I think it's a young roster that has some potential talent on it. Um, but the way, one of the reasons, the way you measure a coach is obviously ultimately wins and losses. But when you are that young and that inexperienced and that many gaps, you have to watch how this team plays and how they compete and how they fight. I mean, you're looking at a team yesterday that is decimated by injuries on an already super young roster that had some gaps talent-wise, and you're rolling out there with Luke Barco as a corner and Josiah Scott and you know a bunch of guys on the front that are either undrafted rookie free agents or guys you just picked up. And they're fighting their tails off. And you look at, you know, you're on your third quarterback of the year. Um, you have, you have an undrafted rookie free agent playing running back, who's, by the way, a very good player. Um, and so you put all those things together. Pete, you've seen it as much as I have in this league. You see teams quit. And you see guys be selfish and play for themselves and, you know, take opportunities. If the, the slightest, op- you know, to find a way out of the game, they take it. I have not seen that on this team at all and under some really tough circumstances and tough situations. And I give Doug and his staff a ton of credit because that is one of the hardest things to do when everything's going against you and you're losing and you're not as talented as the people you're playing to get guys to play hard every week. And he has done that. And so, however, I still think you need a fresh start. You need a new culture, a new voice and everything else. Here's the ticket. Vaselli as general manager. And the only reason he gets the general manager title is because he's up in the ring of honor. I'll be his assistant general manager. Mm. We'll keep Tim Walsh uh, because Tim Walsh can do every contract known to man and knows the cap like none other. Correct. So we'll keep Tim Walsh in the so building. Now, we're, now, now we're, like, we're, we're redoing the whole organization right now. Well, yeah, well, me and you are starting. You're, you're at the top. You'll be the general manager with the title. I'll be your assistant general manager. Tim Walsh will stay on to do cap. Then we just got to find a coach, Tony. And there are a lot well, of candidates out there I really like. Now we got to draft go, the quarterback. Yeah, and we can go through the coaches, but in, in like all, like, and we should, listen, let's talk about this, JP. And I don't know what the rundown is, but me and Pete never do. But I do <laughs> right. think of like who the next guy is. And Pete, whether you're joking or not, I'm flattered that you think I'd be a good GM. Um, and so I'll just, I'll take you at your word as you're not joking. But I do think we, we should, you football, know, football, you know, football. You could do that's it. The, that's my point. This is about you need to get somebody who's a leader who knows football and makes it all about football in the sense of there is there's a bunch of things that the process is important, how you do things are important, analytics are important, how you measure things and everything else. But at the end of the day, every decision in this organization needs to be made based on one thing and one thing only. And that is at some point in the near future, Shad Khan is sitting on a platform getting the Lombardi trophy from the commissioner of the NFL. Because that's why you play. That's why you exist as an organization is to strive to win a championship. 
And the only way you do that, Pete, you have to give yourself as many cracks at it as possible, meaning you have to win your division and get into the tournament year after year after year to have that opportunity. And to do that, you better find a franchise quarterback and you better you better have some uh, big guys who can play football. Because that's Look, how this game's won. That was a great campaign speech, by the way. I really like that. Yay! <laughs> Tony Vassell's campaign speech. No, but you know what I'm saying? But that's no, no, I know exactly. Look, Tony, you can talk all about analytics. Um, the salary cap, fitting guys in, the whole deal. What it boils down to is really three things. Three things. Can your quarterback win games with his right arm? Do you block and do you tackle? That's when you really bring it down to the simplest form of what everything they do that matters gets into three things. Can your quarterback win games with his right arm? Can your offensive line block? And can you tackle? Period. All right. Let's uh, right. take a time out here, guys. Uh, we've got plenty ahead on this, obviously. It's the major news story of the day. We'll touch on the game from yesterday. Not for long. We'll touch on it. It, um, it happened. It's 10 consecutive losses for the Jaguars. Second hour, a little later, we'll have your social questions. The mailbox is full today, as you would imagine. We'll get to those. We'll go around the league. The not-so-powerful draft order. And since the Jags are officially eliminated, I think, Pete, we can officially start talking about draft now. We're off and running. Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to without notice equal housing opportunity in florida bicyclists have these same rights and responsibilities as everyone else on the road so when you ride follow the rules always wear a helmet and use lights on your bike and drivers watch for cyclists give them space to ride and don't forget when making that right on red look to your right first to see if a cyclist is approaching in the bike lane we all have a responsibility to keep ourselves and each other safe alert today alive tomorrow because safety doesn't happen by accident. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. Floridians know what it means to stand together. That's why Florida Blue is committed to the people of Florida by providing health care with lower costs and higher quality. Enroll within 60 days of life-changing events, such as losing your job, to get benefits like plans as low as $0 a month and up to $500 per year towards your premiums and wellness rewards. Call 1-800-750-0164 or visit floridablue.com slash care today. Florida Blue is a trade name of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Florida Incorporated. These health benefit plans have limitations and exclusions. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk, checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk, checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. Hey, Jaguars fans, are you ready to talk some trash? Well, nobody talks trash quite like Waste Pro. 
the official waste service and recycling partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, specializing in residential and commercial solid waste and recycling collection, processing, and disposal. Waste Pro is equipped to handle all your recycling and garbage removal needs. For service, call 904-731-7288. Waste Pro, caring for communities and caring for Jacksonville. At ViStar, we believe in better, better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing health care for good. It just felt good to be out there again. Good to be competing on, uh, you know, the biggest stage in the NFL. Um, and overall, I felt good. Um, I didn't feel rusty. Um, like I said, I felt like I was seeing it well, um, throwing it well, getting the ball out on time, um, felt in control and command. Um, I'm sure I'll watch the tape and, and there'll be some balls I, I wish I had back. But uh, yeah, overall, I, I felt good. Mike Glennon, starting quarterback yesterday for the Jaguars in the loss to the Cleveland Browns. Welcome back. Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans, J.P. Shadrick. Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli, more on the aftermath of the firing of Dave Caldwell a little bit later in the program. Head coach Doug Marone and the staff are safe through 2020. Mike Glennon yesterday, guys, was 20 of 35 passing, 235 yards, a couple of touchdowns, a rating of 96.7. What'd you make of the performance yesterday, Pete? It was okay. It, it wasn't awful. It was a little, in fact, I'd be honest, it was a little bit better than I thought it would be. Um, he, he actually made a couple big time throws and looked like an NFL quarterback for a time. There were times when it, you know, it waned a little bit, but all in all, it was better. I, I, it was better than I expected, to be honest with you. It wasn't great, but better than I expected. Did they make an announcement today on his quarterback? No, they did not. Doug Marone said today that he has not had a chance to talk to the team yet, so he's going to wait to do that before he announces what's uh, to, to what's going to happen moving forward. But Pete, would you anticipate what? that Glennon would be the quarterback again, Tony? I mean, he does. Yes. If you're Doug Marone, you got five games. Other than that, it doesn't matter. So why not go with the guy who maybe gives you the best chance to win? And that looks to be Mike Glennon. So wouldn't you play him again? Yeah, based on what I've seen. Of the three guys, it looks like he gives you the best chance. And and if you're Doug, you're right, Pete. You 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 decide to go with, you know, you're trying to win football games. You don't care about the draft or draft position. What does it matter for you? Um, and, and he's thinking about his players and the guys in that locker room because they want to win football games at the end of the day. And so give give everyone give the you know put the guy there, whoever it is. Um, but Pete, didn't we kind of? And I agree with you. I thought it was good. I thought he was fine. As I've told people, are like he looks really good. I go, okay, great, but it's he's still like 
he's not going to be good enough to make a decision to pass on a quarterback of the future. No, heck to, no. You're trying to figure out who your backup is at this point. And didn't we know that Mike Lennon had games like this in him? Because early in his career, I think it was at Tampa, he showed some spurts where like, hey, enough where the, the, the Bears paid him like 20 million bucks to come in to try to be the guy. And, and, we, and we all know how that worked out. So, um, yeah, it was fine. He made, he's got a big arm. He, can, he looked accurate at times in the pocket. You know, he's not overly athletic. And that was, you know, you could see that. I thought he could, you know, a, a guy, an athletic quarterback probably runs the ball in on that two-point conversion because there was no one there. Um, but that's okay. That's not who he is. So, yeah, um, play him. Uh, whatever. But doesn't that say, speak volumes about the state of the quarterback position on that team if Mike Glennon gives you the best option? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what it that is. says it all right there. That's it, what it just, is. That's why number two overall draft pick is so important to that franchise going forward, no matter who runs it. Uh, because if you get the right quarterback, you're a football genius. I mean, you look, Brett Veach has done a really good job in Kansas City. But if he doesn't have Patrick Mahomes, and give him credit, he identified him early and made sure that they went and got him. Is he a good general manager? Hard to say. You don't know. Probably not. If he solved the quarterback position, it solves almost everything else. So uh, that's why number two overall is enormous for whoever does take that job. Yeah, but I don't think, Pete, it's fair to say he's not a good GM. I think you're most That's accurate. not what I'm saying. I didn't no, say that. That's what you said. No, you no, said. No, I said, do he... we know, it, would he be getting all the accolades that he's getting if he didn't, say he got Mitch Trubisky and not Patrick Mahomes, would they be talking about what a great GM he is? No. Okay. <laughs> that's the point. I agree with that, but that's my point. So, like, he's done his job. So, so much of this, Pete, is picking the right guy, but also then building around that guy, because I'll give you an example. Um, look at the Colts when they had the first overall pick. Anyone could have picked Andrew Luck. And Ryan Grigson, their GM, at first was like, oh, he's a good, look at him, good GM. Well, the reality was he wasn't because he didn't build around him properly. Traded for, you know, the Alabama running back. He had a first Trent round. Trent Richardson, yeah. Trent Richardson, which was a disaster, and everyone who watched him knew that it was not the right play. Um, and he didn't build... He didn't build the line around him to protect Andrew Luck. He didn't build the defense to keep him on the field. And so, while just getting the quarterback right doesn't mean you're a great GM, but getting that quarterback right is critical to build, be building a team. And then you have to look at a guy like Brett Veach. I'm going to give him credit. But at the same time, do you, are, are we fully clear of the roles and responsibilities and how much influence Andy um, Reid is playing in that and how he is driving the organization? And is he the really – because well, no, well, is, now Brett Veach went and got he he that's I, been that, said a lot in that building that that was his guy. Even Andy Reid said it many times. So I that agree, and that's be. why that that's why you have to give him credit. And they've built a good team around him. They built to his strength. They've built a good enough offensive line. Now they're not playing as well this year. Mitchell Schwartz isn't playing as well, the right tackle, but a decent offensive line. They have a guy who can affect the quarterback and Chris Jones. Um, they're not great defensively, other than that, but they do have that. And they, they said, you know what? We got this great quarterback. We're going to give him weapons. We got a tight end, and we got a bunch of fast guys who can run around, and we'll go find a running back, you know, second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever. And they've run out a bunch of different guys at running back in Patrick Mahomes' time there. So you have to give him credit um, as, the, as, the, as the GM of that organization. At the same time, part of that credit is getting the quarterback right. 
We saw it here in Jacksonville. Dave Caldwell bet the house on Blake Bortles. Okay, everyone misses. Here was the bigger mistake, in my opinion. And this is what I think is a quality of really good GMs and head coaches, by the way, is when you omit your, your mistakes early. You know, in business, they call it failing fast. Like, go for it. But when, you're, when you miss, admit it. Don't double down and keep on going down because of pride or ego or whatever else. And the biggest issue that happened here with Dave Caldwell, it was not just missing on Blake Bortles. He missed. Okay, great. But guess what? If he would have admitted his mistake after year three and said, eh, missed it, I'm going to get me another one, he had the opportunity to draft, draft Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson that was sitting right there. And guess what? If he would have admitted his mistake and drafted Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson, he would still probably be the GM today because you'd have the quarterback and you'd be a much better team. Well, and I'll give you another example. Thomas Dimitrov drafted Matt Ryan. And when the, Matt Ryan came to the Falcons, they were dreadful. Remember how bad they were? They were awful. Well, he came there, and then they had success. They built around them a little bit. They got, you know, they got the weapons, and they had within a whisker winning the Super Bowl. But then it started to fray, and it frayed. They couldn't solve the pass rush issue. They tried everything imaginable to do that. And they had some injuries, and then they had this big cap number, and they had this big cap number, and they had some in- and then, even though Matt Ryan still playing at a pretty high level, not Patrick Mahomes level, but pretty high level, they weren't sustainable anymore. And that's why you talk about if you have the quarterback, get the quarterback, identify the quarterback, then you have success. But the good GMs will be the ones that will be able to continue that when you have to pay the quarterback and still supplement around them. Yeah, but I'll give you the reason that they fell apart in Atlanta, Pete. It was a combination of head coach and GM. Because it was not just building it right and missing on some draft picks and not getting it right at certain positions. The bigger issue in my point was after the Super Bowl, they let, when Kyle Shanahan got the job at the 49ers, they should have named one of his offensive assistants, whether it was LaFleur or whoever else, as the coordinator and keep the same system in place. Instead, they went to Sarkeesian and had Sark come in and try to run a system that was not his, and you missed all the nuances of it that made them great. And so. That's also planning. And it's when you do have success, have be developed talent under your coordinator so that when you lose a coordinator, you keep the guy underneath him that can run the same system that you're having success with. And the same on the defense. They never got the defense right. And, and, and that was Dan Quinn's calling card. Yes, I mean, was. that was well, his calling card. Because he brought in other people who were not running his system and trying to meld to his system, even though they didn't own it. And you can make the argument, the same mistake, that maybe Gus Bradley made here instead of him being defensive coordinator and putting his system that he believed in. He brought Bob Babich in, who was a Tampa two cover two guy and tried to have him run the system that Gus wanted to put in. And so those are all nuances that help you be successful as you go forward. So it's getting the player right and the right players quarterback first. I'm a believer inside out offensive defensive lines after that, but it's also getting the right staff with coordinator head coach coordinators and then building the system based on what they want to be. Meaning that if you want to be a cover three, like a Gus Bradley, you better get long corners who can run and a, and a free safety can cover a lot of ground in the middle of the field. And a wheel linebacker that, that can run with the over routes. I mean, there's certain things. You better have a pass rusher. If you want to be that old Tampa two, you better have a three technique that can be disruptive. I mean, there's certain ca- aspects of the, of the thing that you have to build for. 
It's not just drafting. This isn't fantasy football where you just go start picking players. You have to build to what your conviction is, and you have to match it with your head coach. And then the, the long-term sustainability is having the quarterback, which we agree upon, but also as you have success and start losing coordinators to other head coaches and everything else, that you have someone to fill them with to keep the system in place. You know, Tony, we asked this question yesterday. How many franchises right now feel comfortable with their quarterback for the next four years? Okay, let's go through the division. Um, I would say in the South, you have the Titans and the Texans. Both feel okay. comfortable with them. Let's do okay. it. Um, and the, let's say the AFC North, um, Pittsburgh's not. Ben's not going to be there for four years. No. Um, uh, Cincinnati does, as long as Burrow comes back from his knee injury, which That's let's three. assume he does. Um, Cleveland, I don't, I don't think they do. No, I and, don't either. And Baltimore after this year, I'm not going to say no, but boy, he's taking a step backwards. But let's give right. Baltimore. It's based on their system. We'll four. get Baltimore. That's four. Um, in the East, Buffalo, yes, that's five. Um, Jets, no. I don't think Miami does. They don't know yet, so it's too early. And um, New England. Who's the, uh, in New, New England? England. No, no. no. Uh, so in the five. West, Mah- West Mahomes, yes. Six. Uh, Herbert, yes. Yes, seven. Car. Uh, is Denver Kansas- doesn't know. Denver, Denver doesn't know. And what about the Raiders? Is Derek Carr the answer for uh, four more years? I, would I don't say think yes. So. Well, it's a it's a question mark. So no, eight. Because there's a question. We're at eight. eight. That's the AFC. Yep. In the let's go NFC South. New Orleans no, Carolina no, um, Atlanta four years from now. I don't think no. so. Um, and then uh, Tampa. No. Tampa no. Okay. Uh, in the That's West. Eight. In the West, Goff yes. Even though he played terrible yesterday. Maybe. I Maybe. think so. I'm going to give it to him. Kyler okay. Murray. Kyler yes. Murray, yes. Um, Russell yes Wilson, Seattle. yes. Russell Wilson, yes. San Francisco. Not San Francisco, no. 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 So that's now we're up okay. to, what is that, 11? Uh, 11. That's 11. And, okay, the NFC East. Um, Redskins, Giants, no. 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 Uh, Wentz, uh, no. No. And, Washington, uh, no. Dallas, Ta- Dallas yes. Prescott. Dak Prescott, yes. So that's 12. Oh, that's 12. And, and then the North. Uh, NFC North, uh, Green Bay. Will Rodgers be playing think, in four years? I don't think he wants to play that long. Do you? <laughs> yes, you get the sense he, he told me once he wants to play till he's 40 at least. All right, that's the one. Okay, so I'll say that. yes then. Minnesota. Okay. No. Minnesota, no. Detroit, Chicago. no. Um, Chicago. And, uh, Chicago, Chicago, no. So that's 12. 13. 12, 12 or 13. 13. 12 or 13, 13, and you gave him golf. Of the entire league That's is right. secure with their quarterback for the next four years. Four That's, right. That's right. Hey, let's uh, Bar- barring barring injury too. That's barring. right. Yeah, injury could jump in there too. Uh, plenty more on that coming up. We'll touch on the defense and plenty more ahead on the firing of Dave Caldwell in the aftermath and how attractive the position is here in Jacksonville compared to some others. Uh, In the second hour, your social questions around the league, all that coming up. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Hey, Jacksonville, this is Joe Adib from Bono's. I just want to let you know that we have now reopened all of our dining rooms. We appreciate all the love that you have showed us during this crisis. For over 71 years, we have been here for you through good times and bad. Our award-winning barbecue and our unbelievable staff 
Look forward to seeing you soon. Be safe. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to without notice equal housing opportunity nothing kicks off your game better than a handful of georgia peanuts power packed with protein essential nutrients and great taste georgia peanuts are the mvp for affordability sustainability and nutrition to score life's touchdowns with recipes and fun facts check out gapeanuts.com the perfectly powerful peanut is brought to you by the family farmers of the georgia peanut commission peanuts get your peanuts oi bonjour xin chào dobry deň keep finansát kon como te podemos ayudar if you have an accident the last thing you should have to worry about is a language barrier that's why at fair and fara we have a team as diverse as our clients so no matter what language you speak we'll fight for your voice Farah and Farah, here for you. Nahna hon lalkil. Ici, pour vous. Aquí, para todos. Here for all. Jacksonville. The best way to feel love is to share it at Hanania Subaru of Orange Park. We always go the extra mile with bigger selection, more savings, our best service. Only Subaru of Orange Park gives you a nationwide lifetime warranty and one-year complimentary maintenance on new and used vehicles. Plus, when you get a new Subaru during the Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of charities at Hanania Subaru of Orange Park. Online at SubaruofOrangePark.com. See dealer website for full details. In Florida, bicyclists have these same rights and responsibilities as everyone else on the road. So when you ride, follow the rules. Always wear a helmet and use lights on your bike. And drivers, watch for cyclists. Give them space to ride. And don't forget when making that right on red, look to your right first to see if a cyclist is approaching in the bike lane. We all have a responsibility to keep ourselves and each other safe. Alert today, alive tomorrow. Because safety doesn't happen by accident. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by Dreamfinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And Adeco. Visit adecousa.com. Just a very productive player. Um, you know, very consistent. Um, never becomes frustrated. Never becomes. I mean, just steady. Just a steady football player. That's, you know, um, you know, always gonna, you know, get you to positive yards. Always gonna give you unbelievable effort. I think that's the one thing that people I think miss a little bit with him is just, you know, the effort. And I think he's he's shown that uh, he's a really good football player, and um, you know, we're happy we have him. And you know, I think we had about twenty something touches today, uh, you know, for him. Um, so I think you know that's that's a that's a pretty good load. 22 carries, five catches for James Robinson. Jaguars running back. That's the Jaguars head coach after the game yesterday. 
Robinson now uh, over 1,100 scrimmage yards for the season. What a year it's been for the undrafted rookie out of Illinois State. Welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, and Pete Briscoe the day after the Jaguars lost to the Cleveland Browns. I know they're 1-9, guys, but where would they be without James Robinson right now? 1-9. Uh, <laughs> They're actually one in ten. I don't want to. One in ten. Excuse me. One in. One in ten. I've lost well, count. It's, it's amazing to think that there were certain people that thought they could actually win eleven games this year. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and one of them's on this show. Oh. <laughs> Pete. Come on. It happened. It happened. Don't we act like it did. We okay. actually have no, the tape. Okay, but here's the thing. And JP, you and Pete, you've been, we've been doing this God, a lot of years now. Um, and, um, usually it should have been a warning sign to everyone. Like the lights should have gone like the red lights, flashing lights. Cause usually what do I have them, uh, every year, 15 and one, 16 and oh, 14 and two. The fact that I only have them winning 11 games should have been a alarms going off. Like, uh Oh, this is going to be a tough you're year. You're trying to, you're trying to get out from underneath that yeah. right I'm now. I'm not trying to get out. I'm not trying to get out from any, anything. You can't, you, unpush, you can't unpush that button. Yeah, I said it. Tony, you can't I say do a lot it. of things. Did you lock it? Nope, I did not. That should have hey, been what did I lock? I locked something last week, and I think it went rotten. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you did lock something. What did you lock? I can't remember. I can't remember either. You guys remember what I locked? I, it was, I think it, it had to be rotten because my picks were terrible. That was two weeks ago, I think, though. They're usually was, so, bad, so bad, the locks on this was, show, that I've just, I just I quit yeah. counting anymore. It was so memorable that we forgot about it already. Yes. Well, we'll right. never forget about 11 wins. No, how could you? <laughs> How could you? I mean, my gosh, there's not one thing that you, nobody could look at this team and think they would. I mean, I feel like an idiot thinking they would win five games. <laughs> oh, Pete, you locked the Jets is what you locked, is what I'm oh, told. Yeah, you did lock the Jets are going to win. That's what yeah. I'm told. That's right. Yeah, that was a bad pick. That was a terrible they, pick. You know why? Could the quarterback from USC keeps throwing interceptions. He's not, <laughs> he hasn't, he hasn't did improved he play, at all. Did he play yesterday or did? Uh... Yeah. No, he, he played. played. It was it, it was 10-3. They were in the red zone, and he threw a terrible interception. I mean, just terrible. Hmm. Let's touch on defense here for the Jags yesterday. Obviously, walking wounded going into the game, barely walking at all. A lot of guys on IR, uh, some other players out again yesterday, and Devon Hamilton went down during the game. Doug Marone said today it's not as bad as they thought last night, which is good news. He's still going to go on IR, but um, it's positive and, and more positive than it was yesterday, which is the good sign on defense. Young group, right. Close them down for the rest of the season. Get them ready for next year. You'd be done with him. I mean, if there's any chance that if he's not served, all the yeah. way back, yeah. then, then yeah, he doesn't well, play. I agree. How about Josh Allen? I agree with me. If they're not, if they're not 100%, I mean, like in a, in a normal season when you're pushing for a playoff, the guy's 85%, 80%, he's probably going to try and play. That's in right. this scenario? Give them, give them the out. You know, do like they're doing in college. I'm done. I'm getting ready for the NFL. <laughs> Get ready for next year. Well, I mean, there's just it's risk reward. If a guy's not 100, percent why would you bring him back at this point? Right, but Tony, don't you agree? There have been times. There were times in your career when you were 85 percent. You played. There was times when I was 70 percent. I played. Yeah, and and that's what I mean because it was it, it was it was meaningful. There's nothing meaningful about the next five games. So shut them down if they're not all the way back, and worry about next year. So this is how I would do it, Pete. I think it's a risk-reward thing. 
I would look at him because no one's ever 100%, you know that as well as I do. Right. I would look at it and say, okay, based on his health, Devon Hamilton's or uh, Josh Allen's, is, is the upside, and the only upside is for them to get reps and to improve as players, is the upside worth the risk of re-injuring whatever injury they have that will impact their offseason when we're hoping they get better? Because, think, because what you're trying to do at this point with these young guys is get them better for next year. And you have to weigh it. Is it better to play them right now? And those reps are meaningful to get them experience and everything like that. Or would it be better off making sure they're healthy so we get a really good offseason with this, these young players so they're ready for next year? And that's, what, the, so that, that's, the equa- that, that's the equation you're running, Pete. That's all you're doing. Right. I, I agree. But, but again, um, the reps might not be as important if they're not. No, I agree. Yeah. Just weigh it out, though. I mean, right. If I guy, agree. If he, yeah, I mean, like, I'll give you, if, if, I don't even know what. Devon, let's say Devon Hamilton's uh, injury is a uh, grade one MCL. Typically, if you if you're if it's the playoffs, you're taping it up, figuring out how to get out there. If you can do anything, you're going to play. And but you're saying to be healthy, like back 95 percent, it's a two week injury. All right, I'm probably going to bring him back for the last three right. weeks of the game because it's you know a minor injury. If it's a grade two, and it's four to six weeks, and I can push him to be there for the last week of the season. Eh, is that really worth it? I don't think so. No, no, not particularly not if they're sitting out four games. No, he was starting to play really well too. Yes, he I was. think I think he's a find. I think they have a good player there. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, he has a chance to be really good in the interior. I think he's a starting caliber first and second down uh, one technique. So he's a he's a regular personnel one technique that's starting caliber. Yes, is he gonna? Um, is he a three technique? I want out there in passing situations that's going to have to pressure the quarterback? Eh, probably not. Can he push the pocket at times? Yes. But I'm, I mean, but his skill set is run defender. And so maybe big, big nickel personnel when you, the team wants to run out of that, that inside outside zone, maybe he's playing on those downs, but that's what his skill set is. This is at this point of his career. It's not the rush pass. He reminds you of anybody that you played against in your career or play or you've seen or watched. I mean, yeah, every one technique that you ever. <laughs> well, let me like. Does he remind you of like those? Remember the what was it, Pat Williams? Um, no, he's not that. He's not that big. No, I mean, those dudes were giant. Now, yeah, maybe he could work into it. And by the way, remember they played a different system. They played a three-four nose, so right. they were zero nose, head up a bunch. Every once in a while, would tilt on a on a on a uh, shade. Pat Williams um, was a big man. Big that man. was a big, and sometimes he was too big. Yep. <laughs> He liked, he liked to eat. But, yeah, so – and it's still early. And this is the other thing we ha- you have to be careful of. Don't overvalue your young players. Like, just because – and this is what happens on bad teams sometimes. You overvalue because you don't have that much talent. So a guy that might be just average on other teams looks even better. And you really got it. So you have to, you have to look at your talent base, not just against the guys you have in your locker room. Right. Look at across the league. Measure you know what I always what like? I liken that to the NBA. You see a guy sitting on the end of the bench, and he's the 12th man, and then for some reason, because of an injury, he gets thrust into the starting lineup and has to play, and he goes for 22 and six assists and five five uh, rebounds, and you go, oh, man, he should play more. Why doesn't he play more? Well, he had the play. That's not <laughs> what you get at him on a normal basis. He had the play. He was forced to play. I think you're talking about the exact same type of scenario. These guys are forced to play. Tempered a bit because 
you're comparing him to what you have on the field instead of what the rest of the league yeah. has. That's exactly All right. All right, guys. Let's, and, uh, we got to take a timeout here real quick. We'll come back. Okay. We'll finish these thoughts. Uh, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco, one final segment in the opening hour. The social questions coming up in the second hour. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to without notice equal housing opportunity at ViStar, we believe in better better convenience so members can bank any way they want whether it's at a branch on a mobile device or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free atms across north america we believe that people have better things to do with their time if you believe that convenience is better join ViStar. we never forget that it's your money all loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubble's Flexible Service Car Wash. Start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every three-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan in Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags! The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. Jaguars fans, let's tackle social injustice together on game days with Selfies for Change. Visit TIAABank.com slash Selfies for Change to take a virtual selfie with a Jaguars player and unlock a $5 donation to the Jaguars Foundation to help fight social injustice. Share your photo on Instagram or Twitter using hashtag Selfies for Change so more fans can be part of the movement. Join us on game days at TIAABank.com slash Selfies for Change. TIAA Bank is the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com.
Welcome back. Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans. And Happy Hour has been nominated for Best Radio Show in the Folio Weekly. Go vote. Visit at Folio Weekly on Twitter or folioweekly.com and find the link on the right side. Voting ends December 11th. You can vote once per day, apparently. Vote early and often for your favorite radio show in Jacksonville. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli. I know you guys will vote, right? Pete? Sure. You already you already got yourself on the ballot as a as a solo. I mean, I don't know what the hell you're talking I didn't about. Do anything. He's, he's selfish, Pete. He's a selfish it's amazing, person. isn't it, Tony? I, and I, maybe you guys don't have a, a big fan base. I don't know what what to tell you. I mean, results. I, I think JP's JP's going down your pathway, Pete. If it's good <laughs> for me, it's good for me. Well, clearly he did something like that. So, I mean, I kudos. Know. Why is that I'm clearly? Like, what are you, you talking learned. about? I, I was, I was, I was, you should be proud of you. Like, I you're, am you're proud rubbing, of him. You're yeah. rubbing off on him, Pete. I'm learning from and, the best. Uh, the Pete I, is I the best. This, and then if the show wins, I accept this honor on behalf of everybody, even though I nominated myself as the solo guy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. Uh, it's, it's good like to be It's like when Buscelli gets in the hall, he's going to forget about everybody oh, but himself. Oh, that's right. Now there's no doubt. Oh, Pete who? Pete Tony, who? You know, Mike Bianchi used to call me Pete Prisco because I was all about I. When Tony gets his Hall of Fame nod, he's going to be Buscelli. <laughs> you know that's not true. I know. <laughs> so what? But it was true that I'm Prisco? Yes. Well, you admit it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you, you admit it to everybody. It's good for you, me. You have not rubbed off of me that far yet. JP, I have. Yeah. You, know, you got me to talk about the draft early this year, so that was a big step. You well, got now me we to can. Admit, you, got, you, you need to admit that, you know, at some point playing for draft position is smarter than winning games, so you got me there. I got you so. to admit you're a member of the media now. Well, that was last year we did that. Yeah, I broke you down. I broke you down. It's a process. It's a process. It is a process. I'll never get to – if it's good for me, it's good for me, though. I will never get that far. Oh, I don't know about that's that. A bri- that's, a, that's a bridge too far for me, Pete. Oh, Let me might, ask you this. Uh, Let me ask you this. If you're waiting at the airport for luggage to come out, and you're, would you, you see somebody whose luggage doesn't come out, aren't you better and happier because yours came out rather than theirs instead of you being in their position? <laughs> what? Yeah, that's yeah, a yes. Is, Just say yes, Tony. Yes. What Just does that yes. do, What does that have to do with anything, Pete? Because it's always look. You somebody's misfortune is bad for them, but you'd rather it be them than you. Yeah. Okay. When I got COVID, I wasn't wishing you were laying in the ICU. It's not me. This, wow, this got aggressive quick. <laughs> what in the world happened here? Oh my I mean, goodness! Oh my God. <laughs> Jeez. He went there. Evil <laughs> man. Are you telling me, are you telling me Pete, when you when heard you, I was in the ice? When you, when you, you heard I was in the ice? Because I got it too. <laughs> well, are you telling me that when I was in the ICU having COVID, you're like, yes! It's no, no, not me. Not <laughs> but while you were in that ICU, you must have wished something on me because I got it like a couple months later. So oh you did something. Goodness. We just escalated uh, quickly from luggage to COVID. What in the world <laughs> happened, Pete? I don't know. Is, I didn't do uh, it. He did. I know. The whole point is, Pete's example was a dumb one. Is the point no, I was making. Just, 
I JP understood it. That went right over oh, your head. At all I'd rather not stand there for 25 minutes waiting on my luggage. I'd rather get my luggage first and get the hell out of there. And you'd rather yeah, be but you're not, but you're not waiting hoping. somebody else rather than you. If yeah. somebody has to wait, you'd rather be you're somebody not, else than you. Correct. You're not hoping. You're not hoping harm on somebody else. That's not what I said, you. Cody. Yes. That's not what you I said. said. It's good. You said if it's good for me, it's good for me. Meaning, who cares about everyone else? Now, am I happy my stuff comes out early so I can get the heck out of the airport? Yes, but I'm not wishing going, stuck no. <laughs> You're not wishing, but you're glad yours came out. That it's more important to you for yours to come out than if the guy's comes out that you don't know, true or false. You are happy that <laughs> everyone else is stuck there and you're gone. Well, I mean, I'd be happy. It's it's much better for me if my stuff got came came out that's and right. they were stuck rather than if I'm stuck and their stuff came out. That's, that's all I'm saying. That's true. It's all it's all factual. Uh, let's think about it. So, over this time real out. quick. Yes, hurry. Real quick, Pete. So you're saying, uh, would you rather in the Super Bowl play good and lose the Super Bowl or play poorly and win the Super Bowl? Do I get paid if I play well? <laughs> You get paid. You have a contract. You get paid. That's like the old argument. Would you rather be 47th guy on the roster and a winning Super Bowl team or or number one on the roster of a losing Super Bowl team? Okay, that's two. That's two extremes. Got a twenty-five million dollar difference. I'll say that. Let's think about it. We have to take a timeout. We're up against it. I I make no bones about it. (laughs) It's money, Paul. Oh, we've lost him. Money, haul, and then rings is what Pete would say there. Second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour coming up, including your social questions on the Jaguars Digital Network. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity at tropical smoothie cafe one taste and you're feeling good now smiling wider now seeing brighter now bucket dunkin now namaste and now popping a wheelie now living lighter now you're on tropic time now and on mondays try our jaguars duval delight smoothies for 2.99 and you're roaring louder now end zone dancing now sipping spirit now you're on tropic time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Why live with foot or ankle pain? If you have persistent pain, numbness, tingling, burning pain on the bottom of your foot, or swelling that doesn't improve with home treatment, it may be time to see Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute. 
our foot and ankle specialists have innovative new options to help you get back in the swing of things without persistent pain that slows you down. Call JOI 2000 or go to joionline.net for an appointment. In Florida, bicyclists have these same rights and responsibilities as everyone else on the road. So when you ride, follow the rules. Always wear a helmet and use lights on your bike. And drivers, watch for cyclists. Give them space to ride. And don't forget when making that right on red, look to your right first to see if a cyclist is approaching in the bike lane. We all have a responsibility to keep ourselves and each other safe. Alert today, alive tomorrow. Because safety doesn't happen by accident. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. At the end of the day, you know, when you're in a community that I love, I really do. I mean, you're talking about, you know, you're talking about family. You're talking about a lot of things. You know, so I'm in a community that I that I truly love the people here. You know, we have an owner that wants to win. I think that's awesome. I really do. I mean, um, you know, he, he wants to win, and, he, and, 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 and that's, there's no mistake about it. And when you go out and you're – filling up your car with gas, and you're going to a convenience store, or you're going out to dinner, um, you know, there's a sense of, you know, you want to hang your head. You, it, it's embarrassing. I mean, you know, I, I feel that way, you know, at times. And the only thing I have to rely on to make sure I can walk around and be a good example is to know that I fought my ass off, that I've done everything I possibly can to make sure that I am doing my job to the best of my ability to try to win football games. Head coach Doug Marone on a conference call today discussing the remainder of the season, five games to go, and welcome into the second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Vaselli. The big news of the day, the change at general manager Dave Caldwell out about 5.30 yesterday. The announcement came down from Jaguars owner Shad Khan that Dave Caldwell had been relieved of his duties. They'll get a new general manager in 2021. Trent Baalke will be the interim GM, the director of player personnel for the Jaguars currently. He was hired here in January. Also, Shad Khan said that head coach Doug Marone and the staff are safe through the 2020 season. So that answer that you just heard from Marone today was about um, how to approach things down the stretch, the final five games of the season. Of course, yesterday the Jaguars dropped their 10th consecutive game, a single-season franchise record, 27-25 as the final score, and the Cleveland Browns got the victory. Uh, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli, back with us now. And, you know, that's, that's what it is. New GM coming, a head coach that has five games to go in this season, and then who knows from there. That's a lot of change coming up, but the change has begun, Tony. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we all knew it was coming. Um, 
it's a tough position for Doug to be in um, because you're, you know, you're tied to the GM. You're trying to build this together. I think a lot of people were surprised that they got the year after last year that they were uh, retained and they were, I think they were hoping they could get some things turned around really tough year to do it. If you look at COVID and the guys opting out and everything else. Um, and, and at the end of the day, they just didn't get the quarterback, right? They thought that Minshew could be the guy. I think everyone pretty much now understands that you need to go make a, uh, go find the quarterback to be the franchise guy. So um, it's never good. It's never fun. And I think it's hard also on Doug and the staff now because uh, you don't want to articulate it or say it out loud, but I think they know what's coming. I mean, Doug, I mean, he said it as much. He goes, I've been in this business a long time. It's never fun. It's not good. And now you just have to be a professional. And I think you will. And you have to play it out and you got to get guys to play hard. And, and you're always auditioning for your next job. Um, and, uh, and I think that's how you have to approach it, whether you're a coach or a player. Uh, you know, whatever you do is going to be on tape and it, it's going to stick with you. And it's going to be a part of your story. So I think that's what you go out and play for, with pride and, and coach with pride and coach hard because that's who they are. I think they've shown that this year. And, uh, and then as far as the GM, now it's time to uh, start a search and, and go find out who the, who's, who's going to lead the organization uh, on the football side for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, and it, the, the timing, again, because of all the circumstances around the league, if there had probably been no firings of general managers until now, then they probably would have waited until after the season. But I think that fed up the timetable, and, and rightfully so. I mean, look, this team needs change. It needs overhaul. It needs the change from the top all the way down. And uh, and I think the coaching staff is going to change as well. And and. Uh, it's the right thing to do. It's time. And I think the fans are, and I'm sure JP, when we get to the, some of their comments, they'll agree. By the way, I was trying to put together to see if we could get an, a, a roster full of ex-Jaguars who are still playing and see if we could fill a full 22 team and see how they would do matched up against this team. They and, and I'm having a hard time with some offensive linemen. Maybe you guys can remember some, but if you did, they'd be, they'd probably be a, four or five point favorite over this team. Uh, it's <laughs> not crazy about. to think about. You're right. I mean, they I were mean, all over the game last night. Here's the defensive front, Tony. Tyson, Campbell, and Gakwe, and, and um, Fowler. Kaleas. And Fowler. And, oh, yeah. and Kaleas. And, Fowler. and then yeah. Fowler, you could play him wherever because I didn't have a lot of linebackers. But secondary would be Boye, Ramsey, Mike Hilton, uh, Gibson, and Ronnie Harrison. Wow. Wow. Now, I can't remember. Are, now, there aren't a lot of um, linebackers that could play no. next to, um, you know, I don't think you have a middle linebacker, if I can remember. I couldn't remember. I'm just doing this off the top of my head. But you'd have either Foles, probably Foles throwing to Allen Robinson, Allen Lazard, and I, Mercedes Lewis would be a tight end. And then the offensive line is troubling. You'd have Sam Young. Remember him? He was there for a while. <laughs> yeah, Be- right. Beecham. Kelvin Beecham and Wisniewski. There's three. I couldn't think of two other ones, but I'm sure they're I was just doing this on the fly. <laughs> Where's Austin Pastor case? right now? Is he around? Who? Austin Pastor? No, he's no. been gone for a while. Okay. <laughs> no. But with, I'm sure we can find two so what's offensive. Your, what, what, what's your point, Pete? The point is there's a lot of really good ex-Jaguar players, for whatever reason, who are no longer on the roster. And granted, Dante Fowler was a bit of a problem when he was there. We know that. Um, 
he never lived up to the hype when he was a Jacksonville. Good football player, not a great pass rusher. Was never worth, you know, he got hurt. Remember, he, first training camp, he got hurt, or first practice, he got hurt. Right, and remember, he had some uh, off-field stuff here as well. Correct. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, that was a deal they, they made. Should they have made it? Would you have made it? Do you still look back on it and say it was a good deal? Calais Campbell, because of money? Well, this team had money, and they didn't want to spend money on an older guy. I get it. And Gakwe, they didn't want to pay him the money. But again, it goes back to what I'm saying. There are players, good football players out there that would could have been on this team. And they chose to go in a different direction. And now this is why it's happening. And, and there are reasons why, Tony. I'm not saying there aren't reasons and weren't warranted reasons. Yeah, I think it's easy to go after the fact and say, you know, uh, but, uh, you know, this person could have been or not or should have been or, you know, wrong direction was taken with that individual but i think each of them has their own story too that you could go in and dissect and probably some are probably clear that maybe the move shouldn't have been but some i think we'd still end up saying right move um to let them go and, 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 and you know I thought a lot ball. of them were right moves when they made the move if you're giving me two ones and some an extra another pick for jalen ramsey i'm trading them too you gotta do it because he, he was not he wasn't this he, he wasn't playing like a number one a number one corner when he was there at the end he just wasn't Good player, but did he? Let me ask you this: Did you ever think he was playing up to what he should have been for that team, ever? Ever? Uh, after toward the end, in in, in eighteen. Oh, but yeah, the last couple. I mean, well, it, uh, well, nineteen. You mean? Yeah, eighteen. 19. Yeah, I mean, he was, but even nineteen. I mean, look at the game he had, where the outburst, where the outburst happened against the Houston Texans. He had a great game of, of playing against DeAndre Hopkins. But he always uh, matched up well against Hopkins. That was one where he always played so him well. I'm saying, I mean, he's a, uh, by the way, the problem with that situation, Pete, wasn't just that moment. There was obviously a lot of buildup to get to that moment. Correct. And what you have to do is go back and analyze it. Could the organization done anything better to make sure the best player you had drafted in umpteen years was happy and wanted to be a part of your organization? And so at the end, yes, I would have traded him for the two twos. My question, and as, as close as we are to the organization, I'm not privy to everything. My question would be, did you dissect? Because I think this is critical. It's, you know, it's when changes happen or you go through a process or you go after a project or you go do something, I think it's self-evaluation and kind of doing a retrospective is important. What happened that got you to that point where your best player doesn't want to be around you? By the way, we could coax Puzlozny out of retirement and make him the linebacker that we're missing on that defense. Right. So, Pete, outside of doing this silly exercise, because I don't know. No, it's not I'm, a silly I'm, exercise. It just goes to show you there's a lot of talent still playing in the league that's not there now. Right. And I it's been, about, and it's been I, here I and it's left for different reasons. Yes. Well, okay. Pete. Starters. Starters on other teams that would be starting here, too. Well, I mean, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they traded Ronnie Harrison. <laughs> okay, which one of the guys Ron, that I just they, named? They, they, traded, Ron, they dra traded Ronnie Harrison because he wasn't playing at a starting caliber football. Correct. That's why right. they got rid of him. He played I one snap yesterday, okay. by the way. Okay, take Har aside from Harrison, which one of these guys wouldn't be starting in Jacksonville right now? In Gakwe? Campbell? Alo Alo? Starting. Jackson, Malik Jackson. No, he started for the Eagles, or at least he's okay. in the road. Uh, Dante Fowler, probably starting. Uh, Boye, 
Well, he didn't play great at the end. So but, but, but he's starting right, right now, though. On this team, he'd be starting gonna, right are, now. Are you going to pay him that much? Are you going to pay him that much oh, money? I'm not. Okay, that's, so that's why. Pete, let's stop the exercise. I think it's a silly exercise because some of the reasons <laughs> you got talking like, about. We're taking away the money out of the equation. Ramsey, but yes. You can't do that. Mike Hilton, yes. Uh, and Gibson and Harrison. Look, I don't. I'm not enamored with either one of those two back there, but I'm. So, we, so Pete, before we go to break and do the social calls, let's do this real quick. We have, like, I think, three minutes, JP. How many jobs are going to be open? Let's go through it really quick. Because I general think, managers? As you're looking at, yeah. Well, general managers, there's four right now. Okay? Right. There's four open. Let's talk about head coaches that are open. There, are, there have been three guys fired so far this year. Right. I'm assuming that those three spots are either going to be filled by the guys that are in them or they're going to be, which I don't think is, going to, is the case. There's going to be new blood in those three jobs. How many other jobs that Jacks will aside for right now are going to be open because that's what you're competing for? And in my opinion, there's a finite of people who you really want to go after to be your head coach. Um, and so if you look at it, and let's do it quickly, we'll go AFC East. The Jets are going to have a new, a new guy. So that's four. Jets. Um, that's it there. That's so it there. The NFC East. Now, hold on, let's do this AFC first. AFC North, Pittsburgh, no, Baltimore, no, Cincinnati, no, Cleveland, Cleveland no. no. Okay. All right, let's go to the uh, West, AFC West. Chargers, I say yes. Maybe. I say yes. Um, Denver, I don't think so anymore. No. Maybe. Um, no. Uh, Kansas City, no, Oakland, no. So you're at five. Uh, in the uh, AFC South, Tennessee, no. Houston, we've already added. Uh, Indianapolis, Indy, no. Jacksonville, let's assume, like, okay, you're at six. Um, no, there, we, no, it's five. Set, five. Yeah, set the, no, but without Jacksonville, it's five. There's right. still five without Jacksonville. So set them aside because we're going at We might have to go after it. If you go in the NFC, Atlanta's already on the list. Carolina's a no. Tampa's a no. And New Orleans, New Orleans is a no. Yeah. NFC East, I think Philly's going to have a new coach. Probably. Um, that gives you six. Giants, no. Redskins, no. Dallas, no. Um, in the north, uh, Chicago, I think we'll have a new coach. Yes. That's seven. Um, Detroit, Detroit is in there. Yeah, that's eight. No, I didn't put Detroit. I forgot. Oh, yeah, Detroit was in there. Sorry. Minnesota, uh, no. And, Minnesota, uh, no. And um, that's it. Green Bay. That's, that's, Green Bay, no. You're at seven. And then the west. Arizona, no. Seattle, no. San Francisco, no. no. So you're at, that's seven jobs that are most likely going to be open besides the Jaguars. So now you have to start thinking if the Jaguars end up making a move, which we'll wait and see. I think you have to hire a GM and they'll make Stop a move. Stop it. They're going to make a move. Are there eight head coaches you th- you're enamored with that or candidates that you're enamored with out there, Pete? Uh, here, I'll give you a couple. Arthur Smith. Okay. Oh, that's interesting to me. Who's that? I would like to where, interview him. from? Eric Bieniemy. Okay. Arthur Smith at Tennessee, by the way. Thank you. Uh, he's done a great job. Uh, Robert Sala. Former yeah. Jaguars. Robert, Robert Sala is going to be a head coach somewhere next year. That's yes. a given. Um, I thought Byron left, which maybe get interviewed, but now after no. what's happened this year, I think Brady's going to torpedo him, and that's the end of that. Yeah, I don't think he will. Joe Brady. Joe Brady, but 
in the league and you hire a 30, you know, is, is I mean, that's a big. That, they're gonna, he's going to get interviewed. What about Staley, the uh, defense, uh, Daly, the defensive coordinator in uh, with the charge with the Rams? Done a good too job. Early. I think it's too early. He's done too a really early. good job. I'm not saying he hasn't. I'm just saying I think it's too early. This is his first year coordinating at any level. He was a linebacker for last year. Yeah, I mean that's you're 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 making the point. There aren't a lot of really my point good is there's like like where like like it like it's not. I mean you have to start looking around, and start thinking. Okay. If there's eight jobs Nick open. Daniels. Okay. He'll be in the mix again, but he never takes the job. He always backs out, right? right. Yeah, right. because he's going to be, he's waiting for Bill to give him the Patriot job. So, but McDaniels is a candidate. There's no question about okay, that. Okay, fair. What about, point, what about Matt Eberflus? I know nothing about him outside of Indy having a good mm-hmm. defense this year. I've heard good things from people I talk to about him, but. No idea. All right, we can uh, we can continue. But you're this. right. There's going to be seven or eight jobs, and there might be five or six guys to fill them. Yeah, I'm just saying it's interesting. I mean, that's a it's a there's a, and that's why you have to get in front of this thing if you're the Jaguars, if that's the move you make, because it's going to be finite of the like. There's going to be competitions for the guy you want. Now, then you have to start thinking outside the box. Is there a college coach you'd go after? Right. Is there a guy like would you go make a run at Brian Kelly? What about Urban Meyer? Or Urban Meyer? Would you go make a run at one of those guys and, and empty the you know checkbook? Would you go and say, hey, we need a quarterback guy, so maybe I'll go try to lure Lincoln Riley out of Oklahoma because I'm drafting a young quarterback? I mean, those are the type of things you have to be thinking about because as far as assistants that are hot, which is always dangerous because you know 25 to 50% of those are going to flame out and not have success because they can't make the jump from coordinator to head coach. And if we are struggling to name names right now, well. It's an interesting dilemma you find yourself in. You have to figure out who your next head coach is, and it's be competitive, and you got to get started ASAP. All right, let's take a timeout. Social questions are coming up, and the mailbox is full. We're back in a moment. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Daly's, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat. More cheese. More veggies. More quality. More taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash. Made fresh. Daly's. Oi. Bonjour. Xin chào. Dobry deň. Keep financiátkon. Como te podemos ayudar? If you have an accident, the last thing you should have to worry about is a language barrier. That's why at Fair and Farah, we have a team as diverse as our clients. So no matter what language you speak, we'll fight for your voice. Farah and Farah, here for you. Nechna hon lalkil. Ici, pour vous. Aquí, para todos. Here for all. Jacksonville. 
Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars fans, let's tackle social injustice together on game days with Selfies for Change. Visit TIAABank.com slash Selfies for Change to take a virtual selfie with a Jaguars player and unlock a $5 donation to the Jaguars Foundation to help fight social injustice. Share your photo on Instagram or Twitter using hashtag Selfies for Change so more fans can be part of the movement. Join us on game days at TIAABank.com slash Selfies for Change. TIAA Bank is the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. At Tropical Smoothie Cafe, one taste and you're feeling good now, smiling wider now, seeing brighter now, bucket dunking now, namaste in now, popping a wheelie now, living lighter now. You're on Tropic Time now. And on Mondays, try our Jaguars Duval Delight Smoothies for $2.99. And you're roaring louder now, end zone dancing now, sipping spirit now. You're on Tropic Time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing health care for good. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour on a Monday, heading into week 13 of the NFL season. We'll go around the league coming up, including another change to the Steelers-Ravens game. That has just been announced moments ago. They're going to play it on Wednesday now instead of tomorrow. Uh, this game was originally scheduled on Thanksgiving. We'll get to that uh, coming up. Let's get to the social questions. We put out the bat signal early in the day, and here's the best we've come up with in, on Monday. At Sam I Am Sheer 13, what's the benefit in getting rid of the GM a little early, and what can you tell us of the guy that's going to be the interim GM? Well, we've, we've gone over why. I mean, all show. I mean, get in front of it. You, you know, it's going to be competitive. We just talked through the openings on the head coaching side that are going to be there. We think there's seven to eight jobs that will be open. And so it's going to be competitive there. And then the flip side of that is is you want to get the GM in place, in my opinion, so that guy's picking your quarterback. Um, and so to do that and to be ready to enter the sweepstakes for all these open jobs and trying to get your guy, you want to be ready right at the end of the season. So I think Sean Khan wanted to get in front of it. It was the right thing this time. And again, you're competing. You compete on the field. You're competing for, for guys to come in and take over that job. And I, I think it's an attractive job. And I'm, I'm biased probably a little bit, but I do think it's an attractive job for a lot of reasons. Yeah. No state income tax, big part of it. Uh, you got a ton of draft picks, tons of draft picks, draft capital, and cap room. You give somebody that, they should be able to turn that team around, particularly with one as number two overall pick. That means you're going to get a quarterback. That means you're going to get one of the two top quarterbacks in the draft. And you hope that that guy ends up being a franchise guy for a long time. 
But if you can't turn it around with what they have available in terms of draft capital and cap room, then you, you got a problem. And, by the yeah, way, you have an owner that's willing to spend and is somewhat patient to make this thing go the right way, Tony. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And, and the other part of the question was Trent Baalke. He's the intern GM. He was the no. GM at the 40. Yeah, he is. No, he I'm is. saying he's not. If somebody asked if no, he's got to... No, they, they were asking what type of guy is he? Who is he? He's a former guy GM for the 49ers, was there when they made the Super Bowl runs, and now he's a personnel guy that was brought in this year. No, I don't think he's going to get the job either, Pete. Our next question, at Canes904, with a new GM comes a new coaching staff, interested in who Pete and Tony would like to see get the job. Give me Joseph Brady from Carolina. Hashtag Pete for general manager. Hmm. Ooh, that's a great hashtag. And Tony, don't worry, I'd hire you to be my assistant general manager if you wanted to. <laughs> Make Tony do You're all funny, the work. You're funny, Pete. I like that. <laughs> yeah, you are and funny. I'll still, I'll still honor you every every year with your ring of honor name up there and everything. Right. Don't worry Perfect. about it. Perfect. Great. Um, Love it. We just went through Joe some Brady's names. Gonna be, Joe Brady's going to be a hot name. And I, do, I think you do have to consider, um, you have to consider, like, you're, you're going to go draft a young quarterback. And you need someone who can develop that young guy. And so, like, I think, like, to me, the safest guy for a head coach, who I think is going to be really good, and maybe I'm biased, but I think Robert Sala will be a unbelievable head coach in this league for a long time. And you saw the day the comments that uh, uh, Sherman came out and said about him, kind of giving him the endorsement as such a great coach. And you look what he's done with that defense. They're a top-five defense with every player known to mankind being out. Um, so I think he's a really good head coach. But the question is, if you were to interview Robert Sala and you want him, like you're considering him for a head coach, the most important question, Pete, for him is, tell me right. your plan for a rookie quarterback. Tell right. me who's your who's offense coordinator. Your, who's running your who, offense? Who's running the offense? Like, and if you can't answer that, then this isn't the right job. Now, if he can answer it. I, I love, I think Robert, I'm with you. I think Robert Sala is going to be a hell of a head coach. But is the cell in Jacksonville tougher because he's from the Gus Bradley tree. From a perception standpoint, yes. I think right. that's right. But he's really from the Shanahan tree now. If you look at it from a coordinary – a co- a coordinator, coordinator, him being a coordinator. That's a, and so if you look at it from that standpoint, it's really Shanahan. And I think he's learned a lot from that. You look at his defense, similar principles, but completely different styles at the end of the day. And I think highly of Gus. So he didn't work out as head coach, but – you ask people around the league, one of the best coordinators in, in the NFL um, from on the defense side of the ball. So I, I think from a perception standpoint, Pete, because that's what people know, and in fairness to the fans in Jacksonville, they're not following the 49ers in detail on who's doing what and, and how they operate and what he does and how he's thought of amongst you know owners and people around the league. I mean, he is one of the higher regarded guys uh, – as far as young coaches. So I think he's, he's getting a job this year. There's no doubt about that. I think he'll be a great head coach, but yes. First question is, um, what's your offensive plan? Because if you don't, because we're drafting a quarterback and you better have a detailed plan of who it is, who's going to be running that side of the ball. And then the second thing, I think you'd have to have an honest conversation both internally and maybe even with him. If you wanted to interview him, is this the best job for you because of, some of the uphill battle you're going to face from day one from a perception standpoint. Arthur Smith is another name. Um, done a great job with Tannehill. Done a great job with that offense. They're creative. They have big play guys. 
and he would be a guy that uh, he'd be on the radar. And I think he should be on the radar. You talk about drafting a young quarterback. I think he could develop a young quarterback and would come up with a system to cater to that young quarterback. So, uh, plus, um, you might not have to pay him as much. He's rich already. His dad, <laughs> his dad owns FedEx. Is that how it works? Yeah, you, can't, you can't say in one breath, we have an owner who doesn't care about, he'll spend the money, and then you say part of the parameters hey, the of hiring head coaches, you don't have to pay him as much. That's you, a joke, because he, and I always say it, he's the richest assistant coach in the league because his dad owns FedEx. And, and there is actually a link there. Back in the day when Jacksonville was in the push to get the expansion team, we used to go to all those meetings. Well, his dad, Fred Smith, was always trying to get a franchise for Memphis. So there's old-time links there, and uh, he's done a really good job. I give him a lot of credit. Yeah, he's a good football coach. There's no doubt about it. All right. Our next question from at Samuel of Duval. For eight years, Tony defended Dave Caldwell's picks from Luke Jokel to Zane Beatles. Is he finally going to apologize for the false narrative now that he's gone? First of all, let, let's be clear here. I never – Zane Beatles, I'm not sure. He's not, he's not a draft pick. He was a free he was agent. A free, he was a free agent signing, and I never de- defended him. If you go back to when we signed no, him. No, you did. You defended, jo- you defended Jokel, though. So let's be clear. So the Jokel, again, let's go back and not, let's not have a revisionist history. One of the worst drafts in modern history for top 10 picks. And so everyone, Pete, you included, at the time, thought that was the right pick. At number two, you could argue. I actually, if you go back to the actual time of the pick, I thought we should try to go get Ziggy Ansa because I thought he was better. But there was all kinds of questions around his age and maybe some injury history and everything else. And it's not like he's been great as a pro either, better than Jokel, but not a great pick. So that was a terrible draft. My defense of it was it was the first pick. There wasn't a lot of options. And now that he was our left tackle, he had athletic ability. But I said for day, he has to get stronger, more powerful. And so I don't think I don't think Pete. Even looking back, you'd kill Dave Caldwell for that pick based on that draft. No, but he could have taken Lane Johnson. He went fourth. Fair enough. I'm not saying uh, Lane Johnson's obviously a better player. I I like Ziggy. I'll be honest with you. I like Ziggy Johnson too. But there were there was there were concerns about his age, and and as it played out, he's he's broken down a little bit as he's gotten a little older. And by the way, I think everyone understands. Also, we've been doing this show for a long time. Which way am I going to lean, Pete, as far as our, this organization that I'm a part of and I've been a part of since 1995? If I have to lean, which way am I leaning? I'm going to lean to support the players and try to give them the benefit of the doubt more than I would. Because if you listen to me on Westwood One and what I say, talk about teams I have nothing to do with, it's a, different, a little bit of a different story. And so um, let's not have revisionist history. I never said anything about Zane Beatles. And, yes, did I defend Luke Jokel? One, I also felt sorry for Luke Jokel. Luke Jokel, because I thought the, the comparisons that were put on him from day one were unfair. He did look like by him, the way, though, on those By the way, there like are the two day. guys on the Jaguars roster right now who were first-round picks in that draft. Mm. Wow. Who are they? Do tell. Wow. DJ Hayden. Yeah. Yep. And Tyler Eifert. Yeah. Wow. Well, how about that? And the so, best player of that entire draft is DeAndre Hopkins of the first and, round. He was late first round, wasn't he? Correct. He went 27. So 26 teams screwed that one up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. All right. So, so you're so, like, it was a bad draft all the way around. 
and the top 10 was really bad. Think about that. Tavon Austin went in the top 10. Oof. And you're right, though, by the way. Lane Johnson was the guy that everyone thought, I mean, now you take him. But back then, he was a right tackle. And very few people wanted to take him that thought he was a franchise guy at the time. So they took a spinning top instead. Listen, <laughs> it was the wrong pick. There's no doubt about it. But remember, the, the, the pass rusher in that draft ended up being a bust, too, Deion Jordan. Absolutely. He got suspended multiple times. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, th- that pick is, there's no defending that pick. It was a bad draft. And Jokel just wasn't very good, even though you yep. defended him for four years. <laughs> you had a soft spot for the kid, admit it. I did. He played the same position. It was, I thought it was, and Pete, you and I talked about this slightly on air, but a lot off air. I thought it was wildly unfair of the expectations and everything thrown on him because that's not who he was. That wasn't his makeup. And that was the one thing we said from day one. He did not have the tough guy mental makeup. And when they drafted him, that's not who he is. And then they asked him to be something, and it was a tough situation. Plus, he never asked you for help. <laughs> he's going to leave that one be. We'll move along. Three more questions. Next one from at Waco Garina from down in Argentina. Come on, Jaguars happy hour on Monday is the best day. I see New England losing against the Jets on the 17th week so the division rival doesn't get Lawrence. Saludos. I don't see a question there, but what that's if, a comment. What if, he, what if Belichick rested every, all his starters and didn't start Cam just so the Jets couldn't get Trevor Lawrence? There'd be an investigation. Right. I think the commissioner would be involved at that point, right? Yep, I do too. Well, but I mean, oh, Jared Stidham's going to start to get an evaluation on him for next year because you're not going to bring Cam back. Bill, <laughs> Bill likes winning too much. He wouldn't do it. What if his team is six and uh, nine at the time? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that would be priceless. <laughs> and the Jaguar Jacksonville would send like Belichick like bouquets and candy and steaks and everything else if that happened. Listen, I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be mad if the Jets win a game. I'll tell you that much right now. I will not be mad. All right, we got. Uh, what two about more... Dabo Swinney and uh, and um, Trevor Lawrence together in Jacksonville? Oh boy. If you're Dave, Dabo Swinney, why would you leave Clemson? Where you? Make ten million dollars a year. You get every kid you want, and you run the entire place. Yeah, and does that does that um, does he appeal to the NFL player? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know him well enough to speak to the rah rah. You know the rah rah stuff. It's all that. I'm just thinking. Well, people said the same thing about Pete Carroll. He did pretty good in Seattle. True. He didn't do so well in New England. Uh, let's move along. At Devil X Jaguar, hey, can I get a birthday shout out on the show today? Well, happy birthday. Also, shout what, out. What, okay. shout we'll out. get a happy birthday from JP. That matters more than me and Tony giving you one since he's solo on all these lists. Oh, yeah, he, wow. He, he's so big. Uh, here's the rest <laughs> of the question. Also, what will it take to get this team back to being relevant? Which quarterback in the draft fits the current players best and gives this team the best chance to win next year? Also, do you keep Gruden? No. I think they cleaned. I think they clean house completely. The, the, yeah, they're all gone. Um, obviously, the guy who gives you the best chance is the best quarterback, which is Trevor Lawrence. But you don't know if you're going to be able to be drafted number one. So then, if that's not the, if you don't get Trevor Lawrence, then you get you get Justin Field. Justin Field, who I haven't done a ton of work on. I've watched a couple games. There's there's a lot to like. There's some concerns, but there's a lot to like. He's not the slam dunk. He's not the slam dunk guy that that. Uh, Trevor what are Lawrence. your concerns, Pete? 
he sometimes locks on, I think. Just in the, and I haven't done a ton of work on him either. Just in the games I've watched, I, I think he sometimes locks on a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. A lot of work to be done. That's one thing, you know, whether you have the first pick or a second pick, you're going to do a ton of work on both those guys. Our what final... would you give up to go? What would you, if you got the chance to go to one, what would you give up to go up there? Well, Pete, I think that goes back. You have to do all the work first because you have to, you have to kind of figure out what's the delta between Lawrence and Fields. How big a delta? It, and once you determine, right. once you de once you determine that, then that tells you how much you're willing to give up to move up. Right. Was there like the delta between Burrow and Herbert? A lot of people thought it was big, and it clearly isn't. It's not. It's not no. that big. And so you would have been foolish to trade up a bunch. Not that maybe Burrow's a little bit better, but would you give up everything to move up? Put them all in the same. Put Lawrence, Burrow, and Herbert in the in the basket right now. Which one are you taking first? Hmm. Rank them one, two, and three. Well, you're you're assuming uh, Herbert. I mean, uh, that Burrow's healthy. Right. Um, I would probably go Lawrence one, Burrow two, and Herbert three. Boy, but you you can make a case for going one direction. Oh, I almost went Lawrence Herbert Burrow. I would go Lawrence Herbert Burrow. No, I might go Lawrence Burrow Herbert. <laughs> That's what I just said. So yeah. you're basically following me. Thank you. No, no. All right, you'll be an outstanding. You love you like Tua yeah. more than all of them anyway. So no, I did not. I never <laughs> liked Tua. You'll be a good assistant. Yeah. Our final question at Hodari 11. I wish the best for Dave Caldwell. He left the Jags with a lot of young, promising talent and high future draft picks. What are the rules on hiring a GM? Does the Rooney rule apply? And can they hire someone like Mike Borgonzi right away? Pete? Uh, the Rooney rule applies and yes, after the season. Yep. Mike Borgonzi is on the Chiefs right now, um, working under Veach. And here's what this is what this is this is what we do this time of year. It's like okay, which teams are successful, and let's go. Just like you think, the, whoever just tweeted that has any idea who Mike Borgonzi is, or what no. he does, or what no. his skill set is. And can he lead? Can he do? I mean, I mean, we have no idea. You don't. I mean, you you cover it daily. You don't know. Now you can make some phone calls and find out and get a sense of it. But you're also going to be talking to guys that know him. We're going to tell you, you know, you know, probably on the more positive side. But this is what we do. And this is why you see a lot of failures, in my opinion, Pete, because we lit, we stack rank these guys based on what they've done in a role that is not the role you're hiring them for. And because a team or a system has success, it's assumed they'll have success. We, and we see it at GMs and we see it at coaches. And we've seen it just, just list all the Belichick guys who have failed. And everyone hires them because they think they're getting Bill Belichick. And by the way, the biggest mistake those guys make is they try to be Bill Belichick where they go. And so that's, I mean, that's where you see a lot of failures um, in this league in the hiring of head coaches and GMs because it's hard. And I'm not putting, I'm not blaming, I'm not saying the owners don't know what they're doing or anything, but it's hard. It's a hard thing to evaluate somebody who you're hiring to do a job that they've never done and you're trying to discern, do they have the skill set to lead? Because that's uh, the most important quality. I did send out some text to guys I know and checked on a few guys. And I don't know Arthur Smith. I just don't. So I wanted to see what kind of guy he was. And the guys I asked, he checked the box. He, yeah. You know, he, he works his butt off. He's a good football coach. He loves it. You know, and a guy who's entitled, like, you know, you're born into that. You might be entitled. None of that. Zero. 
And Ryan Cowden is another name because they're going to be package deals. Think about it that way, Tony. If you hired uh, a, a you know general manager, he's likely going to bring his own guy in. So Ryan Cowden's a name that's been mentioned to me from Tennessee. If he was hired, uh, he would hire like somebody like Arthur Smith or Adam Peters, who's in uh, San Francisco. He would bring in Robert Sala. That 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 package. You got to look for the package deals. I think in those kind of scenarios. All right, guys, that's it for social questions. Thank you for answering the call today on Twitter. We're back in a moment. We'll get the not-so-powerful draft order and touch on the AFC South a little later around the league as well. We're down the home stretch on Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity committed to the team committed to the mission at navy mutual we're committed to providing high quality life insurance to members of the military and their families so our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions we don't work on commission we're nonprofit, so we pass the savings along to our members because at navy mutual our highest commitment is to you visit navymutual.org navy mutual ensuring those who serve. The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. Jaguars fans, game day is back, and while it might look a little different this year, the good times, smooth drinks, and tailgate excitement will never change when you're cheering on the Jags with Jameson. So pull up a seat, pour a smooth Jameson, ginger, and lime, and enjoy game day with Jameson. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume, 80 proof. Product of Ireland, copyright 2020, imported by John Jameson Import Company, New York, New York. At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Daly's, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat. More cheese. More veggies. More quality. More taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash. Made fresh. Daly's.
Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And Adeco. Visit adecousa.com. Welcome back. Jaguars Happy Hour on this Monday, the day after the Jaguars lost to the Browns. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, Tony Baselli, glad you're along with us. Uh, let's, this is normally the time of the show where we go through the AFC South power rankings, but I'm going to go ahead and make an executive decision. Uh, that we'll just show the, the standings. That's what they are, right? Is that agreement? Yeah. Right. Yes. That's what they are. The Titans won. Well, who's in first place? The Titans. Titans. Even though they split. Yeah, they have a better record, Pete. That's usually how it works. Did you watch the game yesterday? <laughs> they destroyed I mean, God, I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Come on, see, there you have it. Tennessee, Indy, Houston, Jacksonville. Uh, I don't think that, well, maybe the top could change, who knows, down the, the last month. But uh, there you have it. That's the AFC South power rankings. I saved us five minutes there. Let's get now to the not-so-powerful rankings for draft order. The Jaguars are officially eliminated from postseason contention. I know you were holding out hope, Tony. So we can start talking draft a little more now. Uh, let's start with 25, and the, that's where the Rams are. That's where the Jaguars would pick. Um, it's they would be the divisional round losers. Who knows if they don't get in? It could be higher, obviously. Uh, and then we'll go to the teams that are four and seven. That starts at twelve with the Denver Broncos at four and seven. The Texans would have the eleventh pick. They would give it to the Dolphins, though four and seven. Falcons four and seven would pick tenth. At number nine, the Detroit Lions. At number eight, the Washington Football Team. At number seven, the Philadelphia Eagles at three six and one. At number six, the Carolina Panthers at four and eight. At number five, the Los Angeles Chargers at three and eight. Number four, the Dallas Cowboys at three and eight. Number three, the Cincinnati Bengals at two, eight, and one. Number two, the Jaguars at one and ten with a five fifty-five strength of schedule. And the New York Jets at 0 and 11 with a 589 strength of schedule currently. Those are your not so powerful draft rankings. You know what, JP, you look at around the teams around the Jaguars and most of those teams don't need quarterback. Bengals, Cowboys, Chargers, Panthers. Panthers are the one. They're the one, but the rest of those don't need quarterback. Right? Well, the Panther, here's the if you if you win two games, that puts you let's say everyone else loses every game except for you, and you win two games. So it gets you three wins. The only team you'll fall behind is the Bengals um, because they have the tie. And the Bengals aren't going to draft a quarterback, but that's where all of a sudden you have to worry about someone trading up into that number two spot, like the Carolina Panthers. So at that point, unless you evaluate the kid from BYU or some other quarterback out there as good enough for to take it three that you have confidence in, you're gonna have to give up some draft capital to get to number two. Don't seven. worry, don't worry. Need not worry one bit. <laughs> there is not gonna be another victory uh happening in Jacksonville this year. So don't worry I'm about not, it. I'm not sure, man. They've been close. You said Pete. Cleveland. Been you close. said Cleveland. No, I said Minnesota too. They're not beating Minnesota at Minnesota. So Cousin. where's the other one come? Where's the possibility come from? Week 17. Well, Baltimore, ba- Baltimore might have like 80 guys out with COVID by the time we play. Yeah, so by that a... time, it'll run through it, and they'll be immune to it. So they'll be okay, fine. Go ahead. Where else? And then you have Indy. Tennessee at home. They're not beating Tennessee. No. Colts, no. last game of the year if they need it. They're not winning there. No. So 
Tony, don't worry about it. They'll have the number two pick, maybe number one. Well, the Bengals aren't losing. They're not. They're not uh, winning. They're not winning any more games. No, not with that. Not with not with Brandon Allen. By the way, we could pencil him maybe in as a backup on that team. <laughs> you, by the way, Obwehi. He's another one we could put on the line. Cedric Obwehi. How do you say it, Tony? Obwehi. <laughs> that's the first. That's the first time Pete has ever gotten his guy the guy's name right. What was no, his no, other I've, name, I've, Pete? I've said stiff before. Got that right. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. The not so powerful draft order. Let's come back. We'll go around the league, hit all the games in Week Twelve, and wrap it up. Monday Night Football coming up as well. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity at ViStar, we believe in better and that means treating people better with friendly personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952 a smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch an online or phone chat for those quick questions and a call center that's open every day if you believe that great service is better Join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. The best way to feel love is to share it at Hanania Subaru of Orange Park. We always go the extra mile with bigger selection, more savings, our best service. Only Subaru of Orange Park gives you a nationwide lifetime warranty and one-year complimentary maintenance on new and used vehicles. Plus, when you get a new Subaru during the Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of charities at Hanania Subaru of Orange Park. Online at SubaruofOrangePark.com. See dealer website for full details. Some things make a house your home. Like endless hot water that makes the tranquility from an everyday shower your thing. When heating water with natural gas, you have hot water when you need it, save money, and earn a rebate up to $675. Your home. Our safe, reliable, efficient energy. Love natural gas. Find rebate details at peoplesgas.com. 
Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour on a Monday. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, Tony Baselli. Glad you're along with us today. And let's go around the National Football League and some news that has broken over the last uh, little bit here during the second hour of the show. More changes to Steelers-Ravens. It was scheduled Thanksgiving night. It was going to be scheduled on Monday. It got moved to Tuesday. Well, now it's been moved to Wednesday. And the next week's Steelers game against Washington has been moved back to Monday night. So a lot of changes. All the COVID world is going through uh, the, the Ravens football team right now, Pete. And it's a lot going on for Baltimore. All these changes trying to get, obviously, a very important football game in. Well, at least they have a quarterback who can play, unlike the Denver Broncos on Sunday. I mean, I mean, look. It's we're week 12 and there hasn't been a game canceled that that speaks to the NFL and it speaks to what the players have done so far to make this a reality. And let's hope it continues and let's hope that but Pete, whoa, whoa, Pete, whoa, whoa, whoa. The only what? reason the game hasn't been canceled is because they had five weeks to play with. And they moved them. But they have there's no more bye weeks to play with. It's over. The bye week carousel is over. So now they are trying to shove games in any way they can. That's why they're going to play. They announced Wednesday for uh, Steelers Ravens, and then hoping they get, uh, hoping they get two days of uh, test, and then Monday, um, the Monday for the uh, football team against uh, the Steelers. But you look at this past week, they forced the Broncos to play a game without a quarterback. Yeah, that was well. The Broncos kind of forced it on themselves because they self-reported the incident. And then the tape became available, and and uh, you know the, then the NFL looked at it and said there were you know masks down at times when they were eating, and they kept them down and everything else. But you know how many there were no positive tests among the go- quarterback, none. They were they were put out because they were close Contact. to yeah they were they were close to Jeff Driscoll. So yep. I mean the NFL's got to ask its ask the question. Yeah, you want to be diligent, you want to be safe, but if a guy's not sick. And you don't have a quarterback. Should he be held out? Is that right? Is that a good thing for the league? That's but, that's a question that the doctors in the league have to answer. Because but I mean, Vic Fangio came out and was mad at his quarterbacks. He wasn't mad at the NFL. Correct. So, I'm not saying it. My point is, if that would have been earlier in the year, they would have they would have not played the game. They would have managed with the bye week, and they would have figured it out. Now, right. we're now they're going to play now games on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They're going to play games no matter what because they do not want an 18th week before the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know why they push back so much on that. Well, the bigger issue for me is what are they going to do when they get in the playoffs? Because I don't, the vaccine is not going to be meaningful by the time the playoffs get here. COVID's not disappearing before the playoffs. It's going to be the heart of winter in most of these places where people are inside all the time. What are they going to do? Because if you had a run of an out, you had an outbreak during the playoffs, I mean, you, you can't. You can't. Well, they're talking forward. about bubbling teams and putting them in a hotel, like you said at the beginning of the season. That's you would have done. I said, I think you have to do it. I think you're going to have to. You're going to have to quarantine these teams because otherwise, there's no way you're going to make it through the playoffs. Well, here's the other thing. Where's the spread coming from? Uh, you know, there, there are reports now that the children don't spread it. That's why they're going to reopen the schools, so the kids aren't giving it to the parents. So where's it coming from? Well. They're going out. I mean, I'm sure they're going to dinner. They're probably picking the stuff up in the gas station. I mean, who knows? I mean, it just takes one of them. Yeah. And did you see the 49ers are going to have to play two home games in Arizona, too? That's right. Ca- the- California is shut down. Northern California specifically is shut down. All right, we have family up there. My wife was just telling me during the last commercial break. 
all kids sports. They have kids that are getting ready to play hockey for the last year. Everything shut down completely. They can't leave. Like it's nothing out for four weeks. So if they were the okay, California has been one of the strictest states in terms of shutting down. If it didn't work, what's the point of doing it again? Again, Pete, you got to ask someone who gets paid a lot more money than you and I that can tell you those things. I mean, I'm I, I I'm not Doctor Prisco or Prisco the scientist. Although back in the day, I did play doctor when Coughlin lied about injuries, and I had to figure out what everybody was hurt with. But you know, Vasily. <laughs> Hip, Vaselli, shoulder, Vaselli, everything. <laughs> oh, wow. Not accurate. Not accurate. Whoa. Not accurate. About that. Vaselli, uh, knee, put him on a private plane, send him home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. That Let's, will never not be funny because no. the expression on your face is priceless every time I say it. There's no doubt about it. Let's touch on a couple of games from yesterday running short on time. The, uh, well, the Patriots. 20-17 to 17 over the Cardinals, Pete. Uh, are you counting the Patriots out? Do they have some life or no? No. Cam Newton didn't even pass for 100 yards, and they won the game. I mean, bad loss for Arizona. Really bad loss. The kicker, make your kick. He missed a, he missed a field goal with a minute 40 left, and uh, then they went down and got one. Make your kick. How about the Broncos yesterday? Without the quarterbacks, kid has to go in there. I think he was like one for seven or something passing. That game set quarterbacking back. To the Tebow era, I mean, it was it was so bad, it was awful. I felt bad for Hinton. He went in there. He never yeah. played quarterback. He didn't even get any snaps with any reps. They didn't even know who he was. But Taysom Hill can't pass either. All the Taysom Hill hype is is way out of control. He stinks too. How about the Chiefs and the Buccaneers? The uh, Chiefs had a big lead. Bucks came back, got within three, had some things going in the fourth quarter, but the Chiefs hold on. Tommy's not happy. He doesn't look happy. He looks miserable. He, so every, is, is the beef real between him and Arians, or is this media makeup? Well, did you see Arians came out and said that Brady picks the plays and calls the plays? They're his plays. And all Romo did was defend Brady on Sunday. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't get it. I, I, I think when you look at this situation, Brady might be losing a little bit now. Maybe. Mm. Didn't you, don't you see him pouting and moping? And, you know, he's always been a, a guy who, you know, you could read his body language. Remember when the Giants used to hit him and he'd make him pout and moan and see ghosts and everything else? That's what's starting to happen with him. And he's not hitting the deep shots. Mm. He did hit one yesterday, though. Yeah, the biggest issue is his deep ball accuracy has just gone out the window. It's gone. It's disappeared. It's left the building. If you had to pick right now, are the Chiefs going to win it all again? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think the Chiefs are the favorite. Yeah, with you. Of course, the Packers might have something to say about that. They looked pretty good last night again, too. Yeah, I, I don't think they. No, they played against the Bears, which is I know, awful. They're, I know. Awful offensively. I know. Yeah, but the Bears' defense is pretty good, and, and they carved in the shreds last night. Time for that's going to be a tough. That's going to be a tough offense to stop in the playoffs. Time for Monday Night Football. It's a battle of the birds in the city of brotherly love. And tonight in South Philly, Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles could vault in the first place in the NFC East with a win over Russell Wilson and the suddenly human Seattle Seahawks. Who you got tonight in Philadelphia? It might be Jalen I got Hurts. the Seahawks. I got the Seahawks. It might be Jalen Hurts, Pete, and not Wentz. Who you no, got? Oh, it's going to be Wentz. They'll put in some gimmick packages for Hurts. He's not going to play quarterback, I don't think. I, I would 
I think Seattle goes in there and throws it around. Although the Eagles can rush the quarterback and they're banged up on uh, on the deep on the offensive line, and Seattle's banged up on the offensive line. But I'll, I'll take Seattle. I don't love it, uh, but I'll take them. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the better quarterback. I'll take Russell Wilson. I think he uh, plays a little bit better. Doesn't throw it to the wrong color jersey uh, as much tonight as he has the last few weeks. And I think the Seahawks get the win. All right, guys. Went to Buck. Gotta go. Pete, see ya. Tony, see ya. That'll do it for Jaguars Happy Hour. Thank you for listening and for watching. We'll catch you next time. Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.